Welcome to Success Leaves Clues podcast, where I find regular people doing extraordinary and phenomenal things. And I have with me today, Cami Holt, the owner of Slayer Station. Let me put some emphasis on it. Slay Her Station, because you definitely get the ladies right. So I want to make sure it's, you know, enunciated correctly. Thank you. And um, thank you for joining me. You are in Houston, correct? Yep, Houston, Texas. All right. Well, tell me a little bit about that first. Um, so what was your journey like getting to Houston? Um, it was out of nowhere. Like I woke up one day and I was like, I need a change and I'm moving. So I, I got wow. my big friend and my sister. And we came to Texas for like a weekend. We looked at hotels, not hotels, I'm sorry, apartments. And then we drove home. And like a day later, I was like, I'm gone. And I moved. <laughs> That takes a lot of it, it takes a lot of courage um, to just up and move and not only just up and move, but uproot yourself and your family, move somewhere that you're not familiar with and start a business. Traffic jams, tailgating, pileups. Ugh, the joys of driving. How could it get worse? The federal government wants to have a say in what you drive. That's right. The Biden administration's EPA is pushing mandates that would ban two out of every three vehicles on the road today. Don't let Washington become your backseat driver. Protect the freedom of driving your way. Visit energycitizens.org. Paid for by the American Petroleum Institute. Right, right. It was not easy. I tell you that it was not easy, but it was definitely worth it. Definitely. I've seen um, so much growth and and progress in your business. I'm I'm sure I'm only getting a tip of the iceberg. So tell tell us a little bit about your business and what you specialize in. Okay. So I'm a licensed cosmetologist and basically the Slay Her Station is like my haven. It's like a salon, my mini salon. And um, I take all type of clients, different hair textures, all hair textures. And I get a lot of women with damaged hair. I got women who in their middle ages who just want to be younger, you know, and I try to do my best at accommodating everyone because I feel like for a woman or anybody with appreciates and want to take that journey, I love doing it with them. So, yeah. So sorry about that. I had a little bit of technical difficulty. See my lighting. I'm like, I told you I'm not in my normal studio. So I'm having some issues with lighting and everything, but thanks for working. But so uh, what what brought you to cosmetology? What what um, <sighs> gave you that passion? OK, so the funny thing is I never wanted to do it professionally until I hit like maybe 23. I always did it like in high school, like starting off with braiding hair. My mom taught me how to braid yeah. hair. I'll braid girls hair in school. Um, I never really did my own hair at all. And. I don't know. It just kind of hit me one day. Like I want to do hair. Like I started just, you know, seeing like I was always a magazine head. So I'll go flip through the magazines. And one day I was just like, this is what I want to do. I want to do hair and I'm a people's person. So it was really cool for me. And when I went to hair school, I just kind of like fell in love with it because I had no really like oh this, this and this, you know, coming up, growing up. I never really had that. So I used to just ask God, like, God, send me something that I can do that I'll love to do. And wow. yes, yeah, hair just kind of like sat in my lap, like, you know, taking it seriously one day. Yeah. And I 
I went to go enroll in school and I did it. So the, the journey for finding your passion, a, a lot of people, you know, some people find it early, some people find it late. But what I'm saying is a lot of people struggle with finding their passion. Right. And you said, you, you know, you prayed on it. You asked God, you know, help, you know, guide your path and get you to whatever your passion is. What, what, what do you feel that exact moment for you knowing this was your passion? Um, for me, it just kept sitting in my lap. Like I'll pray on it. And, but when you say pray on it, you got to really like pray on it. You can't just like pick it up and put it down when you want to. Like I had to keep saying the prayer and, you know, I felt like things would happen. Like I'll have an opportunity to like take a job, Kevin, or like I'll have an opportunity to do real estate or this, this, and this. So I learned that, okay, maybe this is really what he's sitting in my lap because everything that else that I tried to do, it just didn't feel right for me. It didn't okay. feel like it was, you know, something that I could do for the longevity, something I could do with heart and just be good. That's the type of career that I always wanted. Um, and Everything that I would try, I would take a good job. I'll do this. I'll do that. And I was just never happy. It was just like, this is not for me. And I just kept praying and kept praying. It's like hair just kept sitting in my lap. Like I couldn't get past it. I don't care where I was. I was driving by a hair school or Remington College or whatever type of college I can get to to get that you know, certificate or that degree. I was like, man, this got to be for me. And it was just. It, it just kept coming to you. And if it's for you, you won't be able to put it down. Oh, man, that's the truth. Yeah. Yeah. As soon as as soon as you know that this is it. Nothing else matters. No. And then it's weird because you take off with it like you take off like all yeah. the, you know, the energy you had put into other things that make you be like, man, I should have figured this out younger. I mean, while I was younger, I should have prayed on it earlier instead of, you know, trying to do it your way. Yeah. That's important because if, if you're trying to force something that's not really for you, maybe, maybe you see somebody else being successful. Like you said, you, you were looking at real estate things and all these different things. And then you're trying to do what's really their gift. Right. And then it's a struggle for you. You might be able to be successful in that area, but it's a lot harder for you. Definitely. But then when you're working in your gift and in your passion, it just flourishes and it comes so natural for you. I agree. Because even in hair school, people be like, you just start taking it serious. You're so good. Or, you you know, you know how to talk to people. Well, when you really like sit into your purpose, can't nobody take that from you. Nobody. Yeah. What made you decide to do your own salon and, and start your own business rather than just going to somebody else's or do like um what would they call it, like a booth or something in somebody else's space? Well, actually, after hair school, the lady that used to do my hair, um, her name was Tresca. She's like an old school beautician. And um, when I got in hair, I was telling her um, before I even went to hair school, I, she'll be doing my hair. And I'm like, I'm going to school for hair. She was like, no, you're not. You playing. And I'm like, and when I go, would you offer me a, like, would you allow me to come work in here? And no lie. She used to be like, if you're serious, yeah, the day you graduate and the day you get your license, I'll have a chair ready for you. And I kid you not, she did. So I actually did go to someone's salon in a booth for like three years. So I actually like came from the bottom, like working, you know, getting shown the ropes, even though I had the school part, you still got to learn, you know, the reality of it. And okay. I did it for like three years. And from the nitty gritty, nothing like how they tell you in school. So 
I did. And it made me, it created, you know, she showed me the business side. I had to, you know, start from the bottom with great customer service. You had to be, become a great listener. So it's like, I went through all of that and I feel like that's needed. I feel like even with the business, you, I would, I would tell somebody have a mentor or sit under someone just so you can learn. Yeah. She she was your first mentor. Have you had a a mentor since then? Mm -mm, She's always been my mentor. Mm -mm. Wow. Yeah, she set you up for success the right way. She did. And when I tell you, she, it was not like, I thought when I got out of high school, I mean, hair school, oh, I knew it all. She was like, no. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> right. Well, um, did she help you find the school too? Or, and is, no. is that something that's required? Mm-mm. Let me tell you, I was driving down the street and I was, I had two schools in mind. This is a um, school in my hometown called Bishop State. It's a community college. And then I had a school that was, that's Remington. So mm-hmm. I was like, okay, I can go to, to this, to, um, this school, Bishop State, the community college. I can go for two years, get my associates and do hair. But I honestly did not want to do it that way. I was just like, I felt like if I would have took it that route, I would have probably like, tapped out because I know school is just not for me. So I would have just like tapped out, got bored and was like, I don't want to do this because, you know, this. So Remington is a a technical school. So basically, like you you're shown the bookwork, but you're doing hands on very quickly. And that's what I preferred. I prefer to let's get to the point type of dig for me. Yeah, to be active. And and you probably learn better that way, too. By Yeah, I didn't want a class for something I did not want to do for this amount of time before I can even get to we came here. So to each his own, but for me, I think I chose the best route. Right. Is, is your sister, you said she moved to Houston with you. Is she your business partner? Or is this solely no. your business? Okay. So it's definitely my, me and my cousin, um, we, she is crazy because she moved up here first, like two years ago. And I came a little over a year ago and telling her like, I'm not working for anyone else. Like, after I left the post office, when I first came up here, I was doing it for like two months. And I was like, I'm not doing this for nobody. I just came up here to like really like get my life together. And then I'm going to open my salon. And I kid you not, one day we got up and she was helping me look. And she was like, let's do it. And I was like, okay. And I signed the lease. And she, the deal was she'll sell wigs and I'll do hair. And that we cater to both, you know, wigs, natural yeah. hair, everything. So it just fell into place really well. Wow, that's an awesome combination. So I, yeah. I know y'all stay really booked. <laughs> It'd be crazy. It'd be crazy. How do you manage your time with, with so much going on? It's hard um, because, of course, I have to work. I'm a full-time single mom. So it's like very nitty-gritty. It's like literally I have to go by a schedule for me. You know, I have to, if I don't get up at a certain time, literally if I go over like, Seven o'clock, I'd be like, oh, this is going to be a bad day because I'm, I'm, you know, I'm not moving at my pace. Yeah. Like, it'd it be crazy, yeah. Because I, I only have so many hours within the day where I can run my business, um, handle business. And then when I come home at a certain time, I'm in mommy mode. You got to turn okay. it off. You got to leave the job at the door. And, hey, I got a different job now. So I was going to ask you about that, about kind of the balance that you have to have as an entrepreneur and then as a mother as well. How does your son uh, deal with your business? Does he enjoy being around? Is he learning a lot too? No, let me tell you. <laughs> no. It's not like coming to the salon. He don't want to be around women all day. No, it's of course, like, yeah. 
Yeah, he's like, nah, I'm good. I don't like the women. They be touching. Oh, you're so cute. So he don't like that. So what I do is I try to find like, a, I can have a good sitter, a very good sitter. Mm-hmm. And then I try to put them in things on the weekend. Like with the sitter, she she watches other kids. So I'll be like, hey, can you take them to go get air? Uh, you know, jumping place, a trampoline place, anything to occupy his time while mommy's in mommy mode. I mean, okay. work mode, you know? So, yeah. yeah. And like I said, I, I have it pretty good because when I wake up at seven in the morning, that's making sure he's out the door for school and then I'm straight to work. And then when I come home, that's when mommy mode. So from, you know, eight to three, I can work. But as soon as 3.30 hit, I need to be at the house because at four o'clock, mommy has to walk in there, you know? Yeah. So, yeah. You, so you, he you told me he how- don't get... He doesn't get both. You know, he don't get working mommy and home mom. He just get that's my mom. He just gets everything from sticking to right. Yeah, that's good. He he has to have his time. And then in that way he doesn't get resentful for you running a business. He starts to appreciate exactly. entrepreneurship and not be upset about it because you're always gone or always busy. Right. Yeah. What what parts um of entrepreneurship did your mentor teach you outside of just doing hair? You talked about she taught you the business side of it. Right. Um, anything like as far as business, you have to have a passion for it. Um, I mean, I know a lot of people business and that's not where their heart is. And you can tell okay. the business. Um, mm-hmm. So basically, whatever you do, all into it and y'all, you will receive all back. That's the number one business thing. And put God first. Keep God first. In it. Yeah. And I will also Oh, go ahead. Learn your craft. That's that's a good one. So what do you mean by learn your craft? Um, Make sure you know, make sure like if you walk in a room and you're the only one bringing your business to the table, you'll be able to say the ins and out of your business and you'll be able to sell your business. You know, no one should be able to tell you something um, more about your business than what you know. You know, know your craft, know your audience, know what you're, you know, you're doing this for. Okay. So, so how do you go about keeping yourself sharp? Because I know you're in an industry that's always changing. There's new trends. There's, um, you know, you, you might turn around in six months and there's a new hot style. You know, I don't want to try to name them, but I know, I know there's a <laughs> lot of things. So, um, and I, fo- I follow you very closely. So I know you're, you also have a class, right? That you teach. I do. I have a silk price class. Um, so that's like as a hairstylist, you know, of course, I like to be versatile. So I like to offer different things, but I specialize in silk price. So that's like my creme, creme, dilla creme. You know, that's my itch. Um, yeah. So that's a big thing. And I offer those classes. So if anybody I get a lot of high school girls, a lot of students who's like, hey, I can't do my own hair or my mom can't do my hair. Can you teach me this? And I do. Parents, everyone, anybody can come take the class. Okay. And but how do you get I, I definitely yeah, you classes. I have to take classes every year round. You got to stay sharp on what's out there. You know, um, what's drawing the most money, you know, the most clientele. You have to be in, engaged in those things. Even if you don't want to specialize in it, you still need to know enough of it and be able to do the craft enough to provide, you know, to everybody. Yeah. Not just one audience. So when you say for everybody, what what is your what what would you say your makeup for for your clientele is like? Like, what do you mean, like makeup? Like, what do they mostly get? 
No, no, I mean like your clientele. So you're not just providing for one, you know, one niche or one demographic, right? right? So, right, not at all. So for me, I like I said, I want to do, I want to experience everybody, you know, yeah. that's every gender, every race, carries, hey, whatever you need, I want to be the person where it's a one-stop shop. I can come here, she going to slay my hair, slay my <laughs> color, my hands going to be tip top. Yeah. I want it. <laughs> So that goes back to you talking about the passion of your craft, because, you know, you, you don't want to be, you know, bottlenecked into one thing. You know, you really enjoy, you know, the industry as a whole. And you want to have clients, whether it's male or female, whether it's, you know, long, short, natural, straight. You just want to just really be engulfed in your industry. I agree. I agree. Yeah. What What is um, Houston like for your industry? Is it? Is it a place that's always trending or, is you know, Ooh, it's, you, it's, you know, you think about like Atlanta, D.C., New York. Is Houston one of those places that's what, what is it like? Just tell me. Most definitely. It's trendy. It's crazy. Yeah. It's so and I'm from Alabama, so that's way smaller than Houston. Um, it's trans, but not to this extent, like. A trend here can go a long way. So let's say a, a simple ponytail is trending. You got everybody wanting just for a sleek, sexy ponytail. Like just if one person wear it and it's nice, they like, oh, I like the way she wear that. I like the way she can rock that. It, you got 150 girls behind her. That's why in this industry, you got to put your all into every head that comes sit in your chair. Right. Because th that one style is... um. Is marketing for you, right? So it's exactly. good or bad. Exactly. If you do a bad job, that's going to spread too. Yeah, definitely. So as soon as that one good client goes out, everybody's going to say, "Oh man, who who did that for you?" Exactly, exactly. I want to go to her. Can you? What's her IG? That's yeah. exactly. Yes. What, what other forms of marketing do you um do you use for your business? So I like media? um I I'm trying to get with social. It's a challenge for me because I don't like putting myself out there. I love to yeah. be just in the back and let my work speak for itself. But with social media, you have to be up front and personal. Um, so I'm definitely working on a stronger audience as far as in social media. But me, word of mouth, also like the more clients I get out there and they're showing my work, the most that's the most I've ever gotten clientele. Just word of mouth. Mm. Like social media does its job too, but. My clients, they go out and, you know, they're partying and doing their thing. And it's like, it's, I always get inboxes and DMs. Hey, I seen this girl here, here, you know, and I want to, can you do my hair? And it's been great. Like, yeah, sure. It's awesome. So you're just continuing to grow. Mm -hmm. what, what was it like for you b before you got, you found that passion and you got into the hair industry What or cosmetology? What were you doing before that? Um, well, it was so long ago. What was I doing? I was probably working like at a Lorica, like a call center or, um, gosh, I was still in, still in the military. Um, um, yeah, like just in the national guard. So not full time, you know? So yeah. I still had, uh, I had to have a civilian job. It was like a Lorica at the time. And if I'm not mistaken, before cosmetology real estate in my life, I was going classes to be a real estate Realtor, I'm sorry, a realtor. And ugh, it was so difficult. Because can you imagine not knowing what's your pet, like what's your purpose, what you want to do? So you're trying to 
find out other things that you can do and it's just miserable because you know you're all over the place you're not yeah. really into nothing that you you know you're really want to do so you're trying to involve yourself yourself in other things to see if this is your niche versus you know your passion and, yeah until you actually find what it is that 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 suits right. you but right. um thank you for your service thank you what what was it like? Um, tell me a little about the military, because I know a lot of, I mean, military. I was in the army too, so right. There, there's a lot of good training. There's a lot of good leadership. And do you feel like any of that or those qualities helped you with being an entrepreneur? Um, I would say yes. Um, I've always had a very strong personality coming up. Um, so I've always been. I can talk like I can talk and sell myself. But the military has helped me as far as it's a time and place for everything. Um, and also leadership definitely makes you, it puts you out there. You know, if you're quiet and timid or if you're the talker, it teaches you, hey, place. Um, it's a time to be, you know, you have to be in a certain place at every time. It, it teaches you how to organize things, put things into perspective. My sergeant used to always say, put things in its place. Yeah. And I feel like that's the important with business. You got to learn how to take it on the chin, you know, like, okay, I, that was a loss for today, but I got to get right back up and I got to do this again. Same time tomorrow, same place, same time. You know how to book flights and hotels. All you're missing is a tool to plan the travel experiences you'll have once you arrive. That's why you need Viator. Book guided tours, activities, excursions, and more in one place to make your trip truly unforgettable. Viator has over 300,000 travel experiences to choose from. Everything from simple tours to extreme adventures and all the niche, interesting stuff in between. So you can plan something that everyone you're traveling with will enjoy. Real traveler reviews give the inside scoop from people who've already been on the experiences you're considering. So you can plan with confidence. Free cancellation helps you plan for the unexpected. And 24-7 customer support means you can travel worry-free. Download the Viator app now and use code Viator10 for 10% off your first booking in the app. Find travel experiences for you. Do more with Viator. Outside of um, what you were talking about for the leadership portion of the military, but is, is it really like a journey of finding yourself because you're you're, you're saying, okay, you have one aspect where, like you said, you may be a person who talks too much, maybe a person mm -hmm. in your shell. And that experience just really helps you surround yourself with people that are from different areas, um, different walks of life, and just really breaks you out of your shell, and helps you find the niche that, that you have or the person that you De need to be. Definitely. It it really does. Um, and I entered the military at 20. So I was very young, fresh out of school. So it was like I really was one of those people that you're referring to that had to find themselves. I, I, I tell everybody I went in as a child, but I came out as a woman like it really made you, you, you know, I don't know anybody that's in the military that's like weak minded per se. You know, it's yeah. like you might have came in that way. But, you know, if it did what it was supposed to do, you know, you're going to come out very sharp minded because you meet different people. Iron sharpens iron. You know, you meet a lot of people. Um, and 
you talk to people, you know, you find out different things and you you realize it's not just one world out here, which is my world. You live, you think you're living in just your world and you realize, yeah. no, they're bigger than me. So, so you go through a transition of, you know, you're having jobs or you're, you're chasing a dream, but it's not quite your passion. You go through the military, you get phenomenal training, great experience, and then you take this leap and, and you decide to start a business. And boom, instantly it's successful or, or did you have some struggles in there Ooh, starting your business? Yeah, you know, um, and especially with my career, you don't every day will not be a sunny day. You know, every day will not be a, oh, girl, I made fifteen hundred dollars today. So I had to learn very quick industry. You, it has to be for the love, you know, because you're good days. You're going to have some bad days and not necessarily with money, just bad energy. You know, I work with people every single day. So it's like. Sometimes it's not about the money. Sometimes when you walk in there, you really meant to meet somebody and minister to that person or, you know, wow. or vice versa. You you just what you're going to pick up. So for me, I just I try to stay one track mind like, hey, you here to do a job, complete the job, perform the job and you have to get off and go home and what you got to do. When When you're talking about you have an opportunity because you're interacting with so many people for mm -hmm. them to minister to you or for them, for them to minister to you or for you to minister to them. Mm -hmm. And I've, I've sat in a few salons myself. So I know right. it's, it's almost um, like your hairstylist can be your therapist, even at a barbershop. Right. So for, for guys it's the same thing. Like we, we hang out, we could talk politics, we can talk, right. you know, what's going on in life, how to, how to invest in certain things. So how, how do you deal with that with your clients? Um, like I said, you get a lot of energy, get a lot of personalities. And one thing that I've learned very early on in childhood is you have to adapt to every situation. You have to be yeah. adaptable. You know what I'm saying? Mm -hmm. Um, one thing I can say, you could put me in any room and I can adapt to any room. And I, I would take pride in that, knowing how um, and when to be who you are and you know, to take a step back or take a step forward. And I feel like it's the same with this industry, you got to know when to speak and when not to speak. And when it's when it is time for you to speak, you got to make sure that you're you're, you're being loving, you're being kind. Um, even if you feel like the energy is negative, you still have to put forth that. You know, I'm still gonna be who I'm gonna be. I'm still gonna smile. You know, I got to yeah. show this to you because you might need it. That I might need it. You know, whatever energy you giving me, I that challenge for today. You, you said what? You see that energy as, as a challenge for today? Energy. I'm like, you know, something about this energy I needed today. Maybe it was okay. to keep me sharp, you know, <laughs> maybe it was teaching me, hey, humble yourself. You just never know. So I take every day lesson every day. Yeah. And then what, whatever energy you bring and that you allow in your space, this is your business, right? So you set the tone. For exactly. what you're going to allow, because if, if you're allowing negative energy in your space or the wrong attitude or conversation and then a new client walks in, they're going to judge you off of that because this is your exactly. this is your business. Right. I'm sorry. Uh, looks like we broke up a little bit. What would you say? I said, I agree. I definitely agree. Yeah. You have to set the tone. 
you have to be the leader in the room and you have to know when to shift the mood, you know, shift the energy as well. If it's negative, you got to know how to pick it back up. Yeah. Yeah. Tell me about your uh, course. What does your course entail and, and what does it offer? Um, The course, the Silk Press course? Yes. Okay. So basically the lesson starts at the hair, the show. you know, I'm not like most stylists. I actually wash hair. Um, okay. so when a, when a person comes in, even with my class, I ask them, what are your goals? You know, what are you trying to reach by taking this class? Okay. I want to wear my hair straight or I'll just learn how to take care of it. Great hair tips. So I first have to teach you how to sh correctly shampoo and condition your hair. You know, um, everybody is not just one way. It's a, it's a certain way you, you know, you want to get in there and clean your scalp. Um, I also teach you the importance of the shampoo and conditioner because, you know, it's different things for different areas that you're trying to achieve. So I'll let you know, hey, it's great health care is in your products, not your hair oil necessarily. You need great products because great hair starts from on the inside, not the outside. And, you know, I try to teach them like, hey, if you can get this down, we can move further to the next step. They so, understand. That, so, okay. do, do me a favor, because I'm one that thought washing your hair was just washing your hair. No. So, so what, what, what do you mean by, I didn't know, I just, I, I would Yeah, use. you, okay, so like your scalp, you have to, when you wash your hair, make sure you have, you know, you can have nails or like a, a brush, a good demi-brush, uh -huh. and you want to stimulate your as you're, um, to open up your pores, get your pores open, because you all that dirt, um, those hair products you use throughout the, the weeks, you know, that's that builds up into your hair, your hair pores, pores, I'm sorry. And you have to get all of that out. So you have to have a great mm -hmm. shampoo, a clarifying, cleansing shampoo to get that out. And most people don't know that. They think, hey, I can use any shampoo, any no, conditioner, and it'll work. It'll, you know, it'll probably do the job, but it's not targeting the areas that you need to be targeted in order to have, you know, healthy hair. Wow. And then, so so that's a, a positive thing is if you are getting the right product. And I would assume that there's a negative aspect if you're using the wrong product right. or a cheaper product. De definitely. Um, and I would never ne um, necessarily say cheaper because I have some very cheap brands that I use, you know, from okay. like, you know, Suave or something like that. Like I like it. it the price doesn't matter. It's what you're achieve trying to achieve. So okay. I tell people if you have really, really thick hair. And it's really, really dry. You want a moisturizing shampoo after you clarify, after you cleanse it. You want a moisturizing shampoo. And if your hair is, people don't know you can have overly moisturized hair. You think with team to level level it out. Most people don't know. So you can no. be shampoo and you just use a basic shampoo and you like, why is it so dull and it doesn't shine? You got to change up your products. Oh, okay. So by yeah. sticking with the same product, it's, it's not going to give your hair what it needs. You got to rotate. Switch um, it your hair have different phases, three phases. Okay. But um, it, I, I feel like you should always go by type. You you should know your hair. You know, one oh. one season it might be shedding. So you probably want up your hair and keep your trims up to date if it's going through a shedding phase. You know, um, if it's going through a thinning phase to reconsider, I always thinning or see a dermatologist because it's the inside. I can do my job on the outside, but you still part as far as in you know keeping your body that plays a huge part in it as well gotcha so then you take them from the bowl and then that's like you're they're learning the basics right 
the right, fundamental. Definitely. And, and then you take yeah. them into what phase after that? Um, the deep conditioning phase. Like, hey, I know you just shampooed in your hair, but we need a deep condition to get it deep, deep to that okay. hair. <laughs> so, you know, I tell them, hey, you know, based off different, I give them examples like, hey, if we had a client here who had very dry hair, everybody very dry, brutal hair looks like. So I always try to use an example they can use. Um, and I'll be like, hey, you know, a very um, person. And you can eat plastic cap over your head, walk, do whatever you need to do. Or you can sit under the dry. Personally, personally get some heat to your skin. Um, because after I remove you from the dryer, from a deep condi condition, I'm going to go back and I'm going to rub my fingers through your hair. You know, just to stimulate and make sure everything is what it needs to be. And we'll go ahead and rinse you out. And after that, that's when I bring them to my hair and we, we go through the process of, okay, hey, let's talk about the expectations you have leaving my chair because we're mm. about to, you know, get into the nitty gritty of the style and then. Excellent. The course um, to me sounds phenomenal. I know I would love to take an, uh, a, a class or get educated by anybody who's um, a lifetime learner, right? So somebody like right. yourself who's always staying up on trends, always staying um, you know, what, what's going on in the industry and you're not just teaching somebody old stuff from maybe 20 years ago. That's maybe not, not as relevant. Yeah. Cause it won't last. Yeah. It won't last. It, it, hair, you got up with all, everything you got to keep. They'll leave you behind. Seriously. I don't care how good you are in this industry. If you're not with, uh, and, and don't get me say that goes back to you must know your audience because okay. if you're a hairstylist and you have a you're older you have clients have gained for over 10 years they're not going to want to keep up with the trends you get what i'm saying yeah. um but if gotcha. you are a newer generational stylist you know and that your your audience you have to keep up with those trends you have to or they'll leave you behind because you know most people don't sit with a stylist you know really they mm. they chair hops have to make sure that you have what they can you have what they want so unfortunately you have to keep up with the trends awesome awesome um what, what's on the horizon for you you know coming up in the in the next year or a couple of years i know this is your well, passion but what yeah <laughs> i got my passion but um i just started a trucking company knj trucking llc hey. <laughs> yeah so i'm very excited about that um it's been a challenge because it's well, what's knj I, I i got i got an idea i thought so <laughs> yeah that's my little man so i always said like um my goal is residual income i don't want him to ever or teach him or you know i want to always let him know you can always have more than one income that's very important for me so I always said if he never wanted to, you know, let's say he don't want to go to college and then whatever business I leave him in the hair industry, whether it's hair or barbering, if he don't want to indulge in that, like, hey, I got another option for you. Trucking, you know, and I'll, that's how I got it started. That's it's incredible. all based around him. It's all based around your son. Yes. So you took you took your passion and you said. I'm going to make sure I not only grow this business, but I have something that I can leave behind for my son. You're already thinking about his future. Definitely. And like you're saying, passive income, you're teaching your son entrepreneurship, even though he doesn't like to necessarily be 
sitting in the salon. I understand it's all women, but he's still watching you and he's still modeling things after you. And that's incredible. Yeah, that's my baby. So I, I just <laughs> want to let and then I want him to see a, you know, a working mom. I want him to see um, my mm. mom never just gave up on anything. You know, she didn't even though she didn't go, you know, the four year degree. She still found her passion. She worked at it. She worked hard and she provided for me, you know, and I think that's important for, you know, your kids to see you achieve something. And it doesn't necessarily have to be an agree, a, a degree. Uh, and yeah. that's not knocking a degree. But I want my son to see, hey, like my mom was a hustler, like she got it by any means. And she made sure that I was, you know, saw it so he can understand, you know, you got to get out here and get nothing is given to you. Absolutely. What what type of um, logistics is your truck, trucking company going to specialize in? Um, just just cargo. So basically, we'll do be we'll go pick up loads from you know different states or within definitely different states. I don't want to really stay within Texas. Mm. The more you go out, that's the bigger loads you get, and of course, bigger loads is bigger money. So mm -hmm. that that's the goal. Okay. And then your business is going to hire drivers. I, I wouldn't see definitely you going on the road at certain times. Right? I can't. No, yeah. I don't have no time. So yeah, the idea when I said, okay, I want to go into trucking, I definitely knew, you know, learning the information to hire a driver. Um, so when I, I actually just got out of this, um, that, that phase of it and it was not as easy as I thought because for me I didn't want someone who just was driving like one or two years trucking is very serious to me like when yeah. I'm driving I see a lot of trucking incidents so I just wanted to make sure I, I was choosing someone who was you know a little seasoned in that 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 field for me you know so I had to really like do my research yeah learning not only how to probably hire the right um, drivers and somebody who's going to be safe while they're on the road and, and also take care of the cargo definitely that, you know that you're shipping from one place to the other but I mean learning the rates and how to pay people I mean it's a lot of exactly. education that goes into it you can't just jump into something you know no you definitely way. have to do your research and I always say like going through the hiring process of course you're going to ask you know the person like you know if this is if they've been in trucking, they pretty pretty much have like what they feel like they should be making, you know, and what what this and what's that. So it's it's very important, um, just you know, in any business or hiring situation to just know what you're getting yourself into. Make sure both parties know expectation. Um, so we can all be we're all happy. Definitely. Well, you are definitely a phenomenal woman. I want to congratulate you. I want to applaud you. Um, you have been in in the military. You've been in real estate investing. You've got your own um, hair salon. You've got a trucking company. It's only it's only up. I, I can't wait to see you. Uh, how you continue to grow. And Traffic jams, tailgating, pileups. Ugh, the joys of driving. How could it get worse? The federal government wants to have a say in what you drive. That's right. The Biden administration's EPA is pushing mandates that would ban two out of every three vehicles on the road today. Don't let Washington become your backseat driver. Protect the freedom of driving your way. Visit energycitizens.org. Paid for by the American Petroleum Institute. You continue to excel. Um, I'm super proud of you. I know the audience is going to learn so much from you. 
I have um, something that I do on every episode. So it's Success okay. Leads Clues podcast. Mm -hmm. So I like to point out just a couple of clues that I've noticed um, during our interview. And then <laughs> I'm quite sure I'm quite sure the audience picked up on some other clues, right? Okay. So one, um, you found yourself a mentor early. I did. Because even though you had the education, you knew that you had to have somebody who was in that industry and had the experience because there's the art and then there's the science, right? Definitely. So, so you had the the how to, but now you got to know how to implement all of that stuff. Mm -hmm. um, I, I noticed something from you that has helped you be really successful and that's your courage. You have had um, courage, whether it's in the military, you've had the courage to try different things and not look at it as failure, but look at it as finding your passion until you actually found your passion. So that courage is very important for people to have. And then um, the, the other thing is you talked about being in constant education, constant learner, a continuous learner, I should say. And then being somebody who is just always looking for what's going to help them grow, what's going to help their business grow. So I know those three things are going to really help and impact the audience and and it's going to help a lot of other people emulate that and be successful. Well, I'm glad. Thank you. I'm so yeah. appreciative. Thank you so much. <laughs> well, I, I appreciate your time. I know you got a lot going on with your multiple businesses. I know you also have to give. <laughs> I know you also have to give Junior his mommy time. So I don't want to hold you for too long. <laughs> but, but I am truly. But grateful. I like how that sounds You know, what you I say? Like that. that's both multiple. It is. It is. You yeah. Keeping it going. Definitely. Thank you. Yeah. Thank you so much. And, and uh, I just want everybody to remember, if you can dream it, you can achieve it. Until next time on Success Leads Clues Podcast.